Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. Out. Travel and lifestyle writer Deborah Stone is back on Big Blend Radio's Happy Hour show today to talk about her Mardi Gras adventures in Mobile, Alabama, the city that was born to celebrate. We Yahoo! like this. We like this. And I think she had quite the adventure, a number of adventures. Uh, now, her article and experience will appear in the summer issue of Big Blend Radio and TV magazine, uh, but you'll be able to see that in a couple days. Just go to blendradioandtv.com, and if you go in our experts department, you can see her different articles there. Uh, so, Debbie, how are you, bead queen? <laughs> oh, I am doing well, ladies. How are you? Doing good. good, doing good. Um, so, I hear that you, you went a little crazy wild. Uh, did you... You know, you were running in the streets with beads. I mean, what was going on? I really became a different person when I went down there. I was, like I said, I started out very sane and controlled, watching the parade, and then, you know, everyone was like so into these beads and these throws, and they came from the floats, and they're, they're you know, being thrown all over the place, and I'm. All of a sudden, I'm like, oh gosh, I want those beads, and I'm grabbing the beads and scooping them up, and I'm getting a little bit competitive, and I'm, you know, grabbing them almost out of children's hands, and uh, and I'm putting them on, and, and pretty soon I know I've got, you know, I've got probably 20, 30 strands of beads, but everybody is so caught up in that excitement there. It's just, it's contagious. Wow, it sounds like it. Sounds this, like fun to me. We're having a little hard time hearing you, so I don't know if your speaker is on. If it's not, just make sure it's off and just don't move around because it's feeding back a little bit. But uh, we can hear you. Um, but so this is so everyone gets into this, you know, happy, happy, joy, joy here. But this is, you know, when we hear Mardi Gras, I think one of the things is the first thing people think is it's New Orleans. I know when Nancy and I, mm-hmm. we lived in the panhandle of Florida for a number of years, and, you know, Mobile was right there. I didn't know it was the city to go celebrate and party in. Otherwise, I'd be hanging out there a long time. <laughs> I probably wouldn't be here. Um, but this was actually, this is like the oldest Mardi Gras in the country? It is. Or carnival? Yes, and it is, it, it is the original. It is the original carnival, and uh, I think it dates back to the 1700, and it really came, you know, years before New Orleans did. So it really has the, you know, they they can boast that they were the original and the oldest. And uh, believe me, they really know how to do Mardi Gras. Cool. Cool, I would never have thought about that. No, never. Not at all. But Hmm. this is interesting. And so there's some famous people or notorious, I should say, that, you know, are part of this. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I I have to... Bring so you've got the, you know the one Frenchman Nicholas Langlois I don't Langlois I, I, I've got to make sure I, La- it I think it, I think it's Langlois Langlois but I, I'm not I don't speak French so <laughs> yes but he brought it over 
to the country. But um, reading, we'll have to get to Mr. Kane in a little bit here because it sounds like he is a wild man and he's got a lot of ladies after him. Um, <laughs> this is this is an older one, but you said there's 77 balls, so there's these big galas, and then 37 parades, and this goes on from November all the way through to Fat Tuesday oh, wow. in the spring. So Amazing. this is this is not like a weekend party. This is like a you know it could be a three month party if if four months depending on what's ha- what the dates are like. Exactly. I think it's a a misnomer to say that it's, you know, only one day or two days or a weekend or Fat Tuesday. It really starts back in the fall and they start having their balls and their events and it goes on and on and on and on. And it builds up in momentum, I think, uh, because the week before it really, really starts to uh, uh, go crazy in terms of you know, having the parades every night, and you can sense the excitement, the crowds are building, the visitors are coming in, and it really comes to a a big head there a couple of days right before Fat Tuesday, and then over that weekend there, it really uh, ratchets up in terms of of all the uh, uh, festivities. Mm, So with, with this being such a long event, but with so many events, my mind goes, you know, I know we're talking about it in spring right now, Mardi Gras, you know, over. Um, but, you know, is this something that people need to look at doing soon, like planning early so that you can get hotel rooms and things like that if you're going to go and, and also be part of some of these events? Because I know that, you know, some of them are open to the public, like you were in a parade, and some of these events you can actually attend and be part of, like, the community if you want. Exactly. And, you know, I think people need to be aware of the timing. I know in Mobile, as soon as Mardi Gras is over, you know, those crews or those societies are already uh, beginning to plan for next year in terms of uh, their floats and all their festivities that they're going to be doing. The floats are huge business, huge operations uh, in Mobile, as I'm sure they are in New Orleans. But it's, you know, it's a big endeavor. And there's, a, you know, people working on the creative side, people working on, you know, the material side. And it's just, um, you know, they start, they, they start ramping up again, you know, at least, uh, you know, maybe a, a couple months right after Mardi Gras, they're going to start looking ahead because it takes that much preparation. So I think as a visitor, if you're thinking about it, if you're even remotely thinking about it, you know, start to, start to look around, uh, look for, you know, the hotels and see, you know, whether you can get availability, whether you can reserve something in advance, because if you truly want to be there um, at the height, you know, I think that that is the busiest time in Mobile, and definitely it would behoove you to have you know, reservations for that um, just so they can disappointed. So yeah, so this this is this is interesting. So you're talking about crews, and um, Nancy and I are familiar a little bit of this because of going to Lake Charles, Louisiana, right? And you know, and the history and the stories behind. I mean, this, this but, but it's interesting because it really takes in each region's history and you know people living there for so many years. I mean, hundreds of years. So. I think each region kind of develops its own culture, but can you explain to everybody, uh, those who haven't been to Mardi Gras or know about it, uh, what a crew is? And this is crew, K-R-E-W-E. Correct. And I believe the best way to explain it is that a crew is a group, a society, 
um, made up of, you know, people who perhaps um, share something, whether it's, you know, there, there, are, there are crews for everyone. And there are lots of very old crews with uh, membership that have, you know, been around for years. There are newer crews. There's crews for all men. There's crews for women. There's crews for, um, you know, people, married couples. There's crews that are made up of um, people who work together in the same business. Uh, There's crews that are for singles. I mean, it just, there's a crew for everyone. And it is just basically a group, a society, an order of some kind. Um, and the crews vary in terms of the composition of the crews. They vary in terms of the number. Some crews have several thousand members to them. Um, wow. So, you know, it's, it's a variety of things, but they're, they're, um, they're very much a part of the culture of Mobile. And there are, 70, like you said, 77 crews, or as they call them, they're mystic societies. And uh, each one has its own a theme, its own way of doing things, um, its own ball. And uh, so, you know, if you are down there and you live there, you know, probably you will uh, want to or you would like to or somebody will invite you to become a member of a crew, um, you know, and it could be that you've known these people for a long time or people that you've worked with or, or for whatever reason. But um, these people then, has, you know, they, they pay dues to participate, and then they are the ones that, you know, come up with all the different kinds of events and festivities surrounding that. Hmm. Do they do anything outside of Mardi Gras celebrations? Do you know? Um, yes, I believe so. I believe that some of them hmm. do things um, in regards to different types of service uh, or charities as well. Hmm. Hmm. That's good. I think, That's you know, cool. I, from what I remember, too, there there is always some kind of, if you, like, yeah, it's like a non-profit, like, a, yeah, there's charitable things that go on with it, and I think it's it's cool. When, that's, you know, we're talking about um, the crews and everything, and I know that you're talking about, like, over 1.7 million people watch the parades. I mean, this is so many people that get involved, you're not only watching the parades, but there's the balls to attend to, and all the beads. I mean, I, I wonder how much money is made on beads as a bead production company. You know, I'm just like, oh, I wonder how much is new business. But I, I've got to bring up Mr. Joe Kane because um, I hear that there's like cat fights going on. There's all kinds. Like, who is Joe Kane? Because he seems to be like a big part of what happens in Mobile's Mardi Gras celebrations. Well, Joe Kane is basically credited with resurrecting that whole parade tradition in Mobile after the, the Civil War. And, uh, you know, there's this colorful story about him that he was uh, parading through the streets dressed in this, some sort of costume as some sort of fictional Chickasaw chief. Um, and he gave himself the name Slack of Bamarinico. It's this hysterical name, but they call him Chief Slack. And it was supposed to be an insult to all the Union, the Union Army down there because the Chickasaw tribe supposedly had never been defeated in war. And so uh, a few other Confederate uh, veterans joined him. They rode through the town. They were in some sort of coal wagon. And so he gets his own day to parade, and it's called the People's Parade, which means that anybody can participate in this parade, and there are no uh, private societies, no royal courts, none of that is involved in that. You can join and be one of the quote-unquote people in the parade, 
And so he heads up the parade. And the man that has been portraying him for, I think, 32 years now is um, a historian and pastor, Bennett Wade, Wayne Dean Sr., I believe his name is. And he is Chief Slack, and he dresses up like Chief Slack. And uh, he has a whole parade, you know, dedicated to him in terms of the People's Parade. But it's funny because there's all sorts of other lore around him regarding the widows of Joe Kane. Uh, which is yes. very it's such an interesting situation. The widows and the mistresses of Joe Kane and the widows, um, they have their own special type of ritual where they go to the graveyard where Kane uh, is supposedly buried. And, you know, they have all this, uh, they come out and they're dressed in these, you know, very, the 19th century funeral black from head to toe uh, uh, attire. And they're throwing out their black beads and their black uh, roses and, and they're, you know, yelling at each other, and then people are telling them from the sidelines, oh, Joe loved you best, you know, he loved you, you know, you're his favorite. And uh, then <laughs> they have the mistresses of Joe Kane, which are all dressed in red, you know, and supposedly, you know, they and the widows then get into it with each other. And so there's this kind of street theater that goes on, you know, at the uh, People's Parade. It's, it's, quite, it, it, it's quite a scene and quite humorous, and people get very caught up in it. And, uh, you know, the, the identity specifically of the widows, in, in fact, are very much kept secret. In fact, mo- nobody really knows who they are. They're the best kept secret of the carnival season. Wow. So you have wow. the widows and then you have the mistresses. So they go kind of at each other a little bit. Like, did they, did they really fight? I mean, I mean, I mean, are well, they it's just like a, cat, like a cat fight, you know. But you're not going down, like you're not like ripping each other's <laughs> no, hair no. out, like what you see on TV. You know what I mean, like you know Jerry Springer just style. Like Harry needs others beat. Yeah, off. I was just like Jerry Springer, like you know, here's this parade, it's Mardi Gras, and, and here they go off. One, you know, what happens if somebody in real life really didn't like the other woman? You know, I'm just seeing it, but no, I'm I'm yeah. teasing. What if like you know somewhere in there, one of the widows is truly a widow, and then across the she yeah, sees she's, one of her, yeah, you never know. Mistresses. <laughs> oh my gosh! You know, here it is. You you can't bring no, this kind of thing you know, to Big Glen Radio on Happy Hour and, and expect anything more from us. <laughs> but, but, but Debbie, with it. So the other thing. So here they go and they get all the, into this. They're all carrying on and you know having cat fights and carrying on. But then they all stop and go have cocktails before the a, another kind of event. I mean, so halfway through the afternoon, well, the, the, they say, okay, that's enough the, of that. Let's drink. <laughs> <laughs> well, the wit now the widows on that morning, those are the ones that they go to the graveyard, and then they go from there to the house that was Joe Kane's. Mm-hmm. And over the years, if you own the house or your, you know, it's your house now, whoever's the owner. It, there's a tradition, and they invite the widows in for cocktails, and then all the crowd goes from the graveyard. They walk over there or go over to the house, and they're out in the street and out outside of the house, and they're you know thronging around, and the widows come out with their cocktails and their their throws, and so they're throwing the black beads and all these things, and and uh, you know once again they're being mobbed because they are extremely popular, and their beads in particular are very very coveted. Oh, wow! So, so the beads have—it's it, almost like a, a currency. It seems like you know, there's, 
here's yes. your beads that you'd get out of a you know a Cracker Jack box, and then it goes all the way up and how the value of these beads. And then some of them are are like have moon pies, like you could actually eat them. Like what? I know there's king cake, but okay, so now there's moon pies. <laughs> yes. So so the beads are one type of throw, but they throw all sorts of kinds of things. And the next type of throw that is the most prolific would be the moon pies and um, I really was unfamiliar with moon pies before I went to Mobile but they are this kind of almost like a cookie but it's like a marshmallow cookie and they're all in these you know little sealed in little plastic you know in their own uh, special plastic containers supposedly and they are thrown and you eat them and they're different sizes sometimes they're small moon pies and then there's a bigger moon pies and I mean, it's just between that and the beads, and then they're throwing these coins, these doubloon coins, and they're throwing Nerf footballs, and they're throwing, you know, stuffed animals, and it just is, it's hellaciously fun. (laughs) Wow. Come down and throw things at each other. I want to (laughs) go. I want to do this, because even looking at the floats, I mean, we have the one photo of this just giant tiger, you know? So, I mean, this is, this is, you know, would you say that it's almost like what happens at the Rose Parade? You know, that kind of float, like that, it, it's yes, that important. I, yes, yes. The floats are essential and they are so coveted in terms of people love the floats. And there are certain ones that, you know, they every year, for example, Verna Dean is this dragon uh, that is well known. And uh, so, I mean, and the dragon, this red dragon breathes fire and, Oh, my gosh, people get so excited about, you know, Verna Dean coming. Or, for example, the crew of Columbus, and they will have Columbus's ships, you know, the Nina, the Pinta, and the Santa Maria. And, you know, or the, you know, the Stripers, or all the different types of groups have their, you know, own kind of, like, emblem almost, you know. And so, like, you might have the... um, the uh, mystics of time and so their their head people uh, are the ones that are would be father time and so he comes out and he's all dressed in white and he's riding in the float and uh you know so so everybody who has been there or who lives there they they know that there are certain things that are consistent from year to year and so mm-hmm. they they love their they're very beloved you know that's, it's fascinating to me. It is. You know, and when we were in Lake Charles, we went to the Mardi Gras Museum, but I know you went to the Mobile Carnival Museum. One of the things in Lake Charles, when we looked at, I mean, the outfits that people were wearing for the parades, the floats, I mean, Elvis would be proud. He would dig these. I mean, they were just so sequined <laughs> and mm-hmm. so well done. I mean, and that depended because if you were Creole, on the Creole side at that, that point, they were running around doing a whole other thing with different headdress, like these. I can't even get into it because I'm going to say it wrong, but um, everybody, if you go check that out. <laughs> it's interesting because what was going on through the different cultures, what was happening with the French versus the Creole, and um, what was happening when you lived out in, in the swampy areas versus being in the city, was, it's all night and day, but everybody celebrated. And there was something about a chicken, chasing a chicken or something. There, there was like some, some <laughs> check out the chicken. the chicken. So this is what I'm saying. With, so reading your story about, you know, Mobile, I'm going, I, you could probably write a whole book on what people do in Mardi Gras and the, and the stories that come from, you know, through the centuries. But going to that museum, did they have those kind of outfits Yes, and in fact, the outfits are, are so incredibly 
ornate and intricate mm-hmm. in the trains for these uh for the you know king and queen these trains are so long and they're just they're bejeweled and amazing and so the the museum has you know the costumes dating back from years and there's also you know videos of past parades there's all these historical photographs that go way back to the late 1800s and um you know you 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 uh, you get to understand the traditions and there's um lots of of uh of things to see and you can also read about it but it's i think it's it's such a great place for people who are um, new to this or don't understand, uh, you know, about the cruise and what goes on at Mardi Gras. I know for me, it was it was a real revelation. I really appreciated going to that museum because it really clear clarified a lot of things uh, for me mm-hmm. because I felt kind of uh, befuddled about it, you know, in terms of what's this all about, you know. Yeah, because you've got the parades and then you've got the balls. So is there, I mean, is everyone dancing? And then you've got, like, the king and queen, the coronation mm-hmm. of the king and queen. That's a big deal. So, I mean, there, there's different events, but you have to know what you can do and what you can't do as a visitor as well. You can't just jump in, you know what I mean? <laughs> but you right. can in some areas. Right. So you got to learn. Yeah. Right, exactly. And, it, and it's, mm-hmm. you know, the balls are really quite amazing. I, I was privy to going to the Mystics of Time Ball, and uh, it, it was quite the scene in terms of, uh, you know, all this pomp and circumstance. They had a huge bagpipe assembly. Um, they, every member gets to take to the floor, and, and the music's playing. And you know, the 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 king, the uh, Father Time, is presiding with his queen, who is actually an unmarried female relative. So it could be a daughter who's, um, you know, and maybe this it was her, it was his daughter, uh, the queen. And um, so, th- so then, and, and then, and then there's dancing, and then there's food, and there's drinks, and there's you know, I mean, it's just a whole merriment situation. But I have never seen so many well-dressed people because you have to dress to go to these balls. And in fact, there is a dress code, and for women, you have to have a long gown, and it has to hitch your ankle. And if it doesn't, you're not allowed in. Oh my wow. gosh, this is like high school now. Well, that's how, <laughs> but that's how it used to be. That, that, I know. No, our showing your we, ankle was a no-no. Yeah, the ankle. There's of course, something. Then we just went right up to the. Yeah, then that changed, Yeah, so that yeah, it all changed up. You know, when yeah. when you got to you know hippie days and depending on what era. But yeah, I mean it's so. But that's but that's part of those traditions to see. You know, when they come through and you get to celebrate, I think it's so important mm-hmm. for these kinds of events to still be around because. It's a way of understanding history, don't you think? More than always, you know, try to understand it from a history book sometimes. You know, like in, in class, you will learn what Mardi Gras is. You're not going to understand it as much in, unless you're there. Exactly, and I think it really is. It's about history, and it's also about tradition, you know, and mm-hmm. they certainly know how to keep uh, tradition alive, and I think that is a wonderful thing. And I think it's important to point out about mobile in terms of being a family affair so to speak it's all about the family so it's it's really i think different than new orleans Mm. in many respects it's you see you see families you see young children and their parents you see older people you see all Mm. ages all groups and it's very much a family-centered centric type of uh, of celebration and you know i feel like it's 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 there's a, a a real wholesome quality to that you know, it, it's it's a neat area too, and it's so historic. Um, you know, and I, we the last time we were there, were probably we we drove through, unfortunately, and 
Um, but, you know, there's that tunnel, then you get out towards Pensacola um, if you're heading um, east, you know. And then you've got the beautiful ocean out there. I mean, the the ocean, the beach areas are amazing. And then you've got the natural areas. You've got the swampy. you got some gators out there, too. So, I mean, it's got a little bit of everything. But you mentioned that, you know, going there, you've got the Mardi Gras festivities. But um, while you're there, you've got to check out the, you got to check out Mobile and, and, you know, some of the sites there. Right. What are some of the other recommendations you have for guests uh, or visitors going out to Mobile? Um, well, first of all, I think that it is such a historic place. And there are some really beautiful historic properties. So there is kind of a trail of historic properties that you can go on or take. And you can tour some of these beautiful, beautiful mansions in the States, like the Bragg Mitchell Mansion uh, or the Oakley House. And they're in these lovely neighborhoods with these beautiful old homes. Um, so to me, mm-hmm. that's kind of to get the flavor, to get the flavor of the town. Um, and, and speaking of flavors, I think, I think, one of the big attractions in Mobile is the food. I mean, the food is, is just incredible. And, you know, it's Southerners take their food very seriously. <laughs> you know, the food thing is a big deal. Mm-hmm. In the South. I, just before you get into the food, because I, I know other than I want a moon pie, um, when you were there and, and you go into those big, you know, the, those mansions are so spectacular to see, you know. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. You want to play Little House, not Little House on the Prayer, what I was going to Tara. I don't know why I'm thinking Little House. That's totally the opposite. Um, I just want to play uh, Gone with the Wind, you know, yes. with those kind of mansions. Yes. And, you know, you know, do they, did they have, like, the big oak trees with the Spanish moss hanging down? Yes. Or was it a different, oh, yes. really? That's so nice. Well, they have the ancient oaks. They have the ancient oaks. And I think because of that hurricane, one of the big hurricanes, some of the, a lot of the Spanish moss was from from that but it is coming back in certain areas and you can see it coming back but some of those incredible live oaks and those ancient oaks are just they're so beautiful they're just you know they really set the scene for you Mm. now what about this place that you went to eat that you were able to like be way up high like on the 34th floor or something dolphins right um, so this was a restaurant that you, yeah, I mean, you've got a beautiful view then from there. Right. Yeah, it's gorgeous. And it's, you know, at night it's beautiful because it's all lit up and you see the coastline. And, uh, this is to me, the sky's the limit dining experience totally in Mobile. It is one of the most, uh, incredibly well sought after places to eat at, uh, in Mobile. 
and uh, you know it kind of has a Caribbean flavor, a little bit of a Creole flavor to it. Um, it's the, the chef, the partner chef Steve Zucker is is so creative and innovative in his preparation. Uh, he's got some great dishes uh, that are uh, one of them's on the Alabama's 100 dishes to eat before you die list, and so you can wow. you, know, you can go crazy there. It's just it. He, he does wonderful things with seafood, incredible things with seafood, and um, it's truly one of those special special meals. Well, that's cool. You know, that every place has to have one of those. This is like this is your special night out. You know, mm-hmm. you got to right. have that. You know, and this sounds good. The um, I know Nancy and I don't eat seafood, but you do. Um, but apparently, you're eating nude oysters. What's what's going on in Mardi Gras time? Going on in, in Mobile, fried stewed and nude. What's what's going on at Winslow's Oyster House? What's going oh, on? Winslow's is you know Winslow's is oysters, everything oysters, and it's amazing. And they have like you know all these different types of preparation of oysters, whether it's just you know your basic. You know, shuckers, you can fry them, you can stew them. They, you know, put all sorts of things on them, uh, you know. And, in fact, I think I cited the statistic in my story that there's about 10,000 oysters that are shucked each week at this uh, particular restaurant on Boffin Street. Wow. And um, there's a, a man there named Willie Brown who has been uh, doing, uh, shucking the oysters for 46 years there. And you can watch him in action, and it's amazing. I mean, this Man makes it, he elevates it to an art form, you know. But uh, oysters are big there, and everybody knows about it, and everybody goes there to to have their oysters, you know. So, uh, yeah, no, oysters, uh, fried, stewed, and nude. (laughs) Okay. Okay, and then, okay, so one thing in the South, fried green tomatoes are, if you have not had fried green tomatoes, put it on the list. It is one of those things, and when you when you get that kind of food, it's got to be done right. And apparently, you went to Mama's, and and Mama made some good fried green tomatoes and red beans and rice. Uh, oh my gosh, Mama's is wonderful. And yes, you have to have fried green tomatoes. And it, they even have I, I think it's over at Kitchen on George where they're well known for their uh, bacon lettuce and fried green tomato sandwich, but you'll find them mm. on, on so many men, menus, that and fried okra, which is another thing, and you'll, oh, the shrimp and grits, which is down there, um, the, you know, they, the crawfish is there, they, they, everything that you that you think would be on a menu in the South, it's there, but they have such creative and innovative preparations for them that, you know, have elevated them, I think, you know, to making them almost in, in, in a gourmet form because you can do so much with them. It's not just just fried green tomatoes. They'll do all sorts of things with the, the, the fried green tomatoes. And then, you know, um, I think I mentioned how breakfast is not just, you know, your simple cereal. Uh, breakfast there is such a big deal, and it's uh, something that Southerners really take seriously and uh, I, I have I have never had such amazing breakfast dishes <laughs> as I had in Mobile. <laughs> well, what's up with it now? You, have, you I know we were talking about you know Mardi Gras beads and going to the Mardi Gras balls, but now you're eating cake balls with Mardi Gras flavors. Yep, yep, yep. you've got it. Like banana moon pie and the red velvet and 
they call them, you know, they have a key line, but they're like, they have these names for them. And these only come out during the Mardi Gras season. So, you know, if you're there, definitely sample these things that are, are really special for that particular time, uh, that celebration, you know. But I think it's, in my mind, the thing that stood out for me was, I mean, I, I, I've been to Café du Monde in uh, New Orleans and have had their beignets, and I, yes, they were good. But I have never had beignets like these before at, at uh, Panini Pete's, and I, I, I'm, like, lusting for them now, you know? <laughs> wow. And they're, so, they, they, are, they are done in a, in a um, supposedly a wet uh, process as opposed to a dry, which is the New Orleans style. And then he uh, tells you, or they advocate that you need to eat them as soon as they come out of the oven, and you need to squeeze some lemon on top. And they were like melt in your mouth, amazing, just amazing. <laughs> wow, man! So here you are, you're you're become a bead monger, <laughs> going after all these beads. She's going wild in the streets of Mobile. Beads and beignets. I know. I'm just like, you know, next time, do we have to come and like protect you? You know, I'm, I'm worried about these trips now with you, Debbie. <laughs> but uh, but then you go and have this amazing culinary experience, a history experience. But now, what about the nature trip? Because you know we always got to bring out the nature side. Absolutely. I think, um, you know, if you're in Mobile, you need to uh, get to the water. Go to the, the, the Gulf Coast. But, but go, go really um, check out the Delta. Check out this Mobile Tensaw Delta. Uh, and take one of those boat trips. They have them on the rivers. There's actually five rivers that kind of meet at this uh, Delta and it's considered really almost like uh, the Amazon, the American Amazon there, because it has wow. so much so much aquatic biodiversity, and it's amazing. You'll get to see so much bird life there, and there is just the creatures galore. And it's to me, it was fascinating, and I had no idea that it was you know so prolific in terms of all this biodiversity. And uh, taking a nice guided tour is helpful as well. But, uh, yeah, I think getting out on in, in, in the environment, getting out in the nature and seeing what there is there, because there is so much, it's, you know, definitely a must. So there's that, and then you go to the beach, and apparently you can go hang out with Lucy Buffett, Warren Buffett's sister? You can. No, Jimmy Buffett's sister. Not I mean Jimmy Buffett. Well, Jimmy Buffett's more fun. But, but aren't they all related? I was just forget about to say, well, who wants to do that? I don't know. No, I want. I have a lot to talk to Warren Buffett about. Trust me. But let me tell you, Jimmy Buffett's just as smart a businessman, and it sounds like she is too. Lucy's what? So Lucy has Lulu's. I mean, if it's called Lulu's, I want to go just to say That's Lulu. Um, <laughs> I want to go to Lulu's. Um, but this this apparently is margaritas and. And extent, what? Tell me about the menu there. Well, you know they have wonderful, you know, different kinds of seafood and, and things. But interesting there is that she offers also an extensive allergy menu. So I know I was just going to say, is this great. a typo? <laughs> what? No, it's it's it. You know, if you have there's there's a separate menu for you know dairy free, egg free, gluten free, shellfish free, soy free, wow. seafood free. And it's amazing because you talk to a manager, and then that manager is responsible for going into the kitchen and making sure that your food is prepared, um, you know, where it's not contaminated by other sources that might, uh, you know, affect your your allergies. 
And it really is amazing for people because I've never seen such an extensive uh, allergy menu. Um, and it's great for people who don't, you know, who are having issues or, you know, they, they just can't eat dairy. They can't eat, you know, they yeah. can't do gluten. And they don't have to feel bad about it because there's this whole separate menu and it's, it's wonderful. And she's a kick. Lucy smart. is just a kick. She's so much fun. Really fun. Well, this is really oh. smart. I know like Nancy and I are allergic to seafood. And so when you go to places like Alabama or, you know, Louisiana, it's difficult. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's... We have to watch it. I mean, we don't want to go to hospital. You know, there's, there's, you know, exactly. having an allergic reaction, and then there's like, okay, I'm dying. You know, so no, the, oh, to no. me, it's a, it's a big deal. And so I think this is really smart because so many people do have food uh, sensitivities these days. I mean, it's the gluten free, right. like you're saying, the dairy and all of that, and it becomes you. It's almost like you don't want to go out to eat anymore because it's. You know, the waiters look at you like, oh, it's one of those coming in, you know. Right. This is really, really smart. I've never heard of someone really going to town that way. I mean, that's just smart. And I'd I'd like to eat there. So appreciated. So appreciated Mm. by customers. You know, like you said, they don't have to feel embarrassed or they don't have to, you know, take the waiter aside or, you know, cause a big commotion it's just it's just so easy just to you know order off of this this uh, special menu and uh, so you know I think on that alone it really is people people with kids that have got allergies you know adults older people whatever they they can go there knowing that you know they don't have to to worry it's 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 wonderful you don't you're not going to get the look yeah because we know the look yeah the look and you, then you, say, go, you can't just say look you know don't cook it in the same pan it's got every utensil and anything um wherever they've been cooking cannot have any not even the slightest Mm-mm. speck of seafood or fish on it or we're just going to exactly. drop dead right on their table yeah exactly so exactly. you know we have to take that second step. We can't be around seafood, it, but it, we're like, we mean we really can. Yeah. So sometimes we'll just pass on a restaurant that has that right. is mainly seafood. Even, even French fries? Because we don't trust it. People fry the same, like, uh, fish or yes. seafood, like shellfish. And with the chicken. And with chicken, and they'll do it in with French fries, yeah. so even that. I mean, mm-hmm. we went to one town. And it was a small town, and we could find nothing to eat. I mean, literally, you're eating oh, pound no. cake at the gas station. And so it's really important when, when restaurants take these steps and do it in a very welcoming way. I think she's, that's it's just smart. amazing. Now, I want to talk about flip-flop dining at Perdido Key at the Florabama Yacht Club. See, now, this is my style. This is outside. And I remember, like, you know, these open air, you know, in the panhandle being outside, mm. you know, outside having a bushwhacker on the beach and enjoying like beautiful sunset view bread aisle are you ready to rock dave's killer bread is the country's number one organic bread for a reason always delivering killer taste killer texture and killer nutrition this isn't bread this is bread amplified and just enjoying eating outside so it sounds like you got to do that yes and it's this wonderful open air kind of uh place very casual but they you know they call it it's flip-flop dining because you can wear flip-flops in there and but yet you're eating amazing food so it's you know not like you're going in and just eating you know just run-of-the-mill kinds of stuff it's it's good stuff and that chef there is amazing he you know he does some incredible things with um different uh seafood different meats 
and uh, vegetables and I was very, very impressed, and it's yet all in this very nice open air uh, place right by the water. And, you know, you just you, you feel real comfortable, but yet you know, oh, my gosh, I'm eating amazing food. So, it's, it's, you know, you don't have to dress, dress to impress or anything. And, um, yeah, that was a really special experience. Uh, I highly recommend that restaurant. Now, did you order the beignet fries since you, you like beignets? <laughs> oh, my gosh. How could I not? How could I not? Yeah. I was on a beignet. I was on a beignet crusade there, you know, and it was like, <laughs> my gosh, those beignet, beignet, fr- beignet fries. I've never heard of that with this like chocolate ganache on them, and it was, oh, I, you know, I think they really needed to take the plate away earlier than they did. <laughs> wow, this is amazing. I love this. I love this that you're you're experiencing all this. But then, okay, so the other thing is, all right, so they know how to have a carnival. They know how to celebrate. They know how to have really good food, preserve the history. Um, but now, Florabama, I want to hear about this. So you kind of go back. Are you, you're on the on the Alabama Florida line when you when you party down is what I'm hearing. You had a exactly. Good... It's right across. Yeah, right across the street from the Florabama uh, Yacht Club is the Florabama, which is a really uh, kind of just this amazingly funky roadhouse. Um, that started just as a home, and it was on the Alabama-Florida line, and the Alabama side was dry, and the Florida side was wet. So the owners would sell, you know, their, the libations out of the window on the Florida side. So over the years, <laughs> the place expanded, and, and now it's That's like a funny. juke joint, and it's, it's, you know, I think the parking lot is in, in one, you know, one of the states, and the actual place is in the other, and it's like a juke joint, and they have fabulous live music, and you know, it goes right onto the beach, and people can dance on the beach, and you oh. know, it's just—it's just—it's really colorful, and just—I don't know—it's a wonderful way to to end your evening. Oh man, I like dancing on the beach. That's so relaxing, isn't it? Just to be able to be oh, freeing. Man, yes, it I is. get the, I'm getting yep. kind of a feeling that you could have been a little bit on the naughty side. Yeah, Debbie. <laughs> I'm starting me, to think me? it. I'm wondering me? about you. I am. I'm, I'm wondering about this. So, so where did you stay? What about lodging? I mean, what kind of Maybe places? you shouldn't ask. I don't know. Where? Yeah. Yes. She was sleeping on the well, beach. Well, you know what? Yeah, I could. No, no, no. Next time I'm going to go, I guess I have to take you as an escort. Is that correct? Yes. Oh, good. Yes. But, but we have a pink sock monkey named Priscilla, our travel mascot, and um, she sometimes has to make sure that we behave, but she doesn't behave. Ah. So, um, ah. in other words, we need one of those cars that drive themselves but doesn't crash. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, good luck with that. But, yeah, yeah we want to go. I'm, I'm, right. I've got itchy <laughs> yeah. feet to go east for some reason, uh, and you're not helping because we got beads, beignets, dancing on the beach. I mean, this is amazing yep. food and parties and, and, you know, balls and I mean, this sounds so much fun, and I want to. I want to go in a Mardi Gras parade. I want to. I want to go grabbing oh, that beads. That sounds like so much. Fun. I want to go wild doing that. But um, what? Yeah. What about lodging? What What kind of places can people well, in, expect um, to stay in? You know, in Mo- in, in Mobile, um, because it is there are so many historic properties. I think it's fun if you get the chance and you want to stay in a place that is has historic roots to it. Um, I would, you know, definitely say Settle House, which is uh, also some. Uh oh, 
Are you there? Yes. She disappeared. Yeah, there you are. Can you hear me? Yes, you're back. She just doesn't I'm back. No, I'm yeah, saying, where were you saying? What did you do, Debbie? <laughs> so are you there? Oh, my gosh. Okay. If you can hear me, call back in. I don't believe. Something, she had too much of a good time, I think. Something's up. Yeah, yeah. I think she had too much of a good time out there. Um, yeah, hopefully she'll call back in. I know, yeah, she, <laughs> she's dealing with phone issues. It, it happens. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what happens. And um, apparently a good time was had by all. It certainly sounds I do. That I, way. You know, while, while she's getting back and connecting, um, the websites for, for, you know, planning this, because this sounds like, to me, I'm already wanting to book at least a week, minimally. Well, you know, it's you know? really, really smart for a city to have such a long Mardi Gras season. That's very smart. Yeah, so this is the website uh, to go to, to book in time. Uh, the website is mobile.org, and that's um, like... M-O-B-I-L-E, mobile.org. There's also the mobilemask.com so you, for planning the Mardi Gras experience. So the mobilemask.com. And for Alabama, uh, because, you know, when you get there, you're going to want to, you know, check it out. The whole state is awesome. It's beautiful. Alabama.travel. And I, and I believe, Debbie, are you back? I am back. Can you hear me now? Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> this is a commercial. <laughs> so, so yeah, you, you were talking about a historic place to stay. Yes, the Battle House in Mobile. It's right on the parade line. It has historic roots. It's a gorgeous place and uh, has a lot of wonderful history to it. So I would highly recommend uh, the Battle House. It was uh, it dates back to where Andrew Jackson's military headquarters were at one time back in the War of 1812. So it is definitely wow. one of the places to, to uh, stay in Mobile. Do you think it's haunted? You know, that's a good question. That's a really good question. I don't know the answer to that, but I, I think mm. a lot of a lot of place a lot of places have you know all sorts of uh, vibes to them. You know, this one has been extensively remodeled. Of course, it's a very lovely property, but you never know. You never know in in uh, in uh, specifically in the South. You just don't know. Oh man, I mm. I really I I can't wait. I know Nancy and I are planning a big road trip this year and um, cross country and. And the South is in there, and uh, I'm, I'm, I don't know. Maybe we're be, we're going to be back on the road permanently. When I hear <laughs> I hear about places like this, I want to go back, and I want to. I was just telling Nancy, it's like, well, we're going to have to look for like at least a week. I'm already feeling like two weeks, but um, not everyone can, you know, be able to do a few weeks. But to me, I know that right. area is so beautiful, and there's a, there's so much to do. There and really is. It is, and and with the food, you mm. know what you're going to want to eat, and then relax on the beach and uh, go on those eco tours. But uh, Debbie, um, it is time to play Happy Hour, and I don't think you've been on an actual. You've been on Big Blend Radio a few times, but you haven't done um, the actual Happy Hour part of this yet. So it's time. <laughs> beats out okay so we want to know if you could spend happy hour with anyone alive or passed on who would it be where are you going to spend happy hour what are you going to drink and what are you going to talk about why do you want this person to spend happy hour with you i think i would choose my mom she's um not with us anymore but she was somebody who a loved to travel but she also Mm. loved a party 
and I think we would drink Hurricanes, which is a drink that is very popular, 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 Mm -hmm. popular down in the South. You know, it's got your fruit juices, it's got your rum, it packs a a serious punch. Uh, And I think we'd sip it on the beach, maybe the Gulf Coast. Um, She Mm. loved the ocean, and uh, I think we would just uh, relax and uh, giggle a lot And as that that, uh, hurricane uh, did its number on us. And uh, I think... That's what I, I. That's what I would do. I love that. Yeah, I love that. That's sweet. And and you know it's so cool. You know those relationships. You know like Nancy and I's mom daughter travel and there's those. Right. You know it's it's so interesting to do that and you know to be different ages obviously as well and you know it, it's so cool to see the different experiences because you can both have the same experience but it's different for each of you but the giggles are always there the giggles well, are good and we have had some hurricane experience and we've had two <laughs> hurricane experience but so what i mean listen and, and i want to tell people you know everyone gets worried about hurricanes and you know no i meant the drink no well well you should be worried about those no but just the south and everything go just go and if something's happening you can yeah. always leave um, and that's something I want people to know. Like, don't be afraid and not travel because something could happen. You know, that's that's just that's ridiculous. Yeah, really. <laughs> but I mean, everyone has that. But you know, and if you're really really scared, then don't go because you'll be miserable. But honestly, you'll have such a good time out there. Um, it's so beautiful, and I'm so glad you hung out there because it's just so beautiful. I can't wait. I know we're going to be chatting with you about Birmingham next, um, so we can't wait for that conversation and to hear more about it. But those hurricanes, cling, mm-hmm. cling to that, man. <laughs> I want to go. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. You know? Yep, and, and like I said, bring, bring, bring your uh, mascot with you. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. I will tell you this. When, when Nancy and I <laughs> lived in Florida and, and hung out in, in the south, um, when we move places, the biggest thing that we've always had to move is boxes of books. Well, you know, when we did our tour, we, we got rid of everything, but, um, we ended up with boxes of glasses <laughs> that we collected and oh a lot of them were hurricane glasses. <laughs> and so when you were talking about that, I was just thinking about all these glasses. I know. Well, because, and I, I don't. It was a great collection. I haven't seen that many um, <laughs> bars and restaurants out here in the southwest where we are. I haven't just haven't seen it for a while where, you know, you get this fabulous specialty cocktail that you get to take the glass home, but the south does it well. Yes. They're known for it. Absolutely. And Absolutely. So, yeah. You can, and they're you not can, you small can get glasses quite a collection. No, yep. no. I know. No. <laughs> I'm going to have to go back now. I have to go back. Well, thank you so much, Debbie. It's always a pleasure chatting with you and reading your articles. I encourage everyone, if you go to blendradioandtv.com, uh, go to our expert department. You'll see a list of uh, Debbie's articles and interviews. I mean, New Finland, you've got Mexico. Oh, my gosh, you've got Hawaii. We've got Now we've got Alabama. So uh, you're getting around. <laughs> That's for sure. I am indeed. I am indeed. Thank you so much for having me on, ladies. Thanks. You take care and enjoy your, you know, happy hour. (laughs) Okay. Okay. You too. (laughs) Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.